You're waking up with Pat and Tom. New Country 105.1. that on your dating app she got the best of me she says you get what's left of me i think all he has to do is put on a, a, for his dating app is just i'm luke combs that's all he has to do right now pretty much that's how hot that guy is. that's brand new luke combs right there oh, he wrote that thing about five almost five years ago yeah that's the thing about just this industry is you somebody's an overnight success and it's taken them 10 years to get there and as far as songwriting if they have a hit, you'll see them, and if you're lucky enough to meet them, you'll ask them about, hey, you know, tell me about that song. I'm like, well, oh, you know, I've written about 10,000 other songs since then, so which one are you talking about? Luke is up for uh, Best New Artist at the CMAs, and if you want to see the full list, he's also up for Male Vocalist of the Year. That's right, KNCIFM.com. We've got uh, all the information on that. And uh, Cody also has a blog on Kane Brown kind of getting snubbed at the whole thing, and a lot of Kane Brown fans are still, they're not letting this go. They're pretty upset. Kane Brown fans love Kane Brown. I they mean, do. it's not just just a fandom. It's like that's our guy. Don't hurt our guy. Yeah, yeah. We, if, if everybody could have fans like Kane Brown, the world would be a better place. And all he Aww. had to do was just put out that <laughs> frowny face that he did. And I don't think that was on. I don't think that was on his Instagram more than maybe an hour, and he deleted it. Mm -hmm. But it didn't matter because people screenshotted it and shared it with everybody, and it was him frowning, going, what's a guy got to do to get nominated, basically? What's, what's kind of cool, though, is that we right now have something in common with Kane Brown. We uh, also weren't nominated? Is exactly. that what you're You see the Facebook post from our traffic guy, Rick, yesterday? Indeed, I did not. <laughs> Neither did I. He... he Posted a picture. He was going through a, a, a drive-through ATM, and he brings up an excellent point. It's Braille. Yeah, we've talked about that before, have we? Yeah. Why is there Braille on it? Why? It's on the driver's side. That's the thing. That's the unusual thing. It's on the unless maybe if the person is sitting in the back seat, the driver could pull forward, and then yeah, yeah. that could happen. Per okay. I'm or they sure could just walk up to it. But if it's a drive-through, I don't know. I'm sure there's... <laughs> there's a reason. I mean, there's a bunch of these things we've gone over before, like why do kamikaze pilots wear helmets? I, you know, <laughs> oh, my gosh. You never heard that before? Uh, no, I haven't actually, no. You know. I have now, yeah. It, it does make sense. I mean, I'm not yeah. yet. You know. uh, okay. Seems like a w waste of government property at that point. <laughs> okay. These imponderables brought to you by Indeed.com. Okay, for the National the Neighborhood tickets, um, back to the big question here. This destination is best visited the two weeks following Labor Day. That's what they call their off-season. That's when you have the best chance to go and have a little bit of elbow room. What is it? Hey, Linnell from Sacramento, go ahead. What do you think? Disneyland? Yep, it is Disneyland. That's right. They, late, this is crazy. Labor Day weekend is the busiest weekend of the year at Disneyland. And then right after that, it clears out for a couple of weeks. And then the crowds start to pick up again as their Halloween decorations mm -hmm. and celebrations get underway. There's a great website. I got this from. It's called isitpacked.com. And it's a place that you can go to to find out the odds of one place or another really? being, being packed on any given weekend, whether it's a national park. I love it. Or a theme I, park like Disneyland. I just want to give you props for being brave enough to click on that headline. <laughs> Kickball, Red Rover, Tag, and Dodgeball are all being ousted in school play in the state of Alabama. Why? 
because, says Superintendent Eric McKay's of the Auburn School District, they're citing the research and the research paper done at the University of Auburn, and it says the potential for, what would you think? What would be the reason that they would not want kickball, red rover, tag, and dodgeball? I would around? think, like, bullying or somehow, like, physical... It would lower a kid's self-esteem because they lose. The potential for embarrassment Uh, comes from this game, and the quote is, it runs a high risk of embarrassing a student or eliminating them from participation. Too much emphasis placed on fun and not enough on overall objective. Uh, Well, you know what? Isn't the overall objective have fun? Yeah, and those games are really fun. We would flip out when we would walk into PE and they'd be like, "Ah, it's just going to be a kickball day. We'd be like, yeah, or dodgeball, you know? You know who came up with this research? Who? Somebody who sucked at kickball and dodgeball. (laughs) I get it, that there's nothing funny or fun about getting hit in the head with a dodgeball, except... That there's everything funny and fun about getting head hit in the head with a dodgeball. You know, though, we targeted certain kids. If, if you're the if you're the one who chucked the ball, but the thing is, come on, people, I mean, this is ridiculous. These games are as much a chance to learn how to to win as they uh-huh. are a chance to learn how to lose. They're a chance to learn how to be overlooked sometimes. A chance to learn that you are not necessarily the center of the universe. You know, or that you're just a nerd, like it reinforces. <laughs> in life, there are going to be certain things that you just suck at. It just, or you might suck at it, and you might be good at it the next. It's the oh my god, come on! High risk of embarrassing a student or eliminating them from participation. Well, eliminating them—that's kind of the objective of dodgeball, right? Yeah. You get them out. Yeah. That's the same thing in kickball. All right, you get them out. Yeah. And this comes from a research paper and a lot of research done at the University of Auburn, Auburn University, where they've got a heck of a football team. they got a lot of sports going on there that I'm sure these poor kids get embarrassed because they might lose uh, yeah. or make a mistake or get slightly embarrassed. <laughs> <sighs> it's just come on. Come on. I want to peg that person in the head with a dodgeball. <laughs> you know what it is? We're back to square dancing in gym class. That's what it is. There's still things that you learn in school, grade school, junior high, that you carry with you today. And we're not talking about reading, writing. We're talking about different little catchy things. And people checked in on this yesterday. Everything from quadratic formula songs, like here's how I remember it, to... What's a quadratic formula? Yeah, what? It's used in algebra. Okay. Oh, It's math. We'll just gotcha. move on. I'm going to be as complicated as that is to... XYPDQ, right? Examine your zipper pretty damn quick. That's it. Uh-huh. Uh, there are a lot of weird sayings to help you remember how to spell certain words. Pam says she still remembers how to spell arithmetic by reciting, a robber in the house might eat the ice cream. Heidi says she remembers how to spell rhythm with the phrase, Robin Hood yelled to his men, to which Alice replied, that's awesome. I've always had trouble spelling that word. And then she adds, I also can never remember how to spell diarrhea. Does anyone know if there's a fun way to remember that? Oh. <laughs> when you're sliding in the third. <laughs> Isn't that it? Oh. No. Honestly, I have trouble spelling that word, but I don't spell it enough yeah, to need to know you, how to spell it. Spell check and do the much job. Much occasion to need to spell that word. Yeah. And then we got a call from uh, Kayla Ann from Roseville. Who uh, this this is a, a tough one, and she still remembers this to, her, to this day. My seventh grade science teacher had the word pneumono ultra microscopic silico volcano coniosis. 
And he told us that if we could stand in front of the class and give the definition and spell it correctly, that we'd get extra credit. And I've never forgotten it. Spell it and give us the definition and we'll give you extra credit. Okay. P-O-N-E-U-M-O-N-O-U-L-P-R-A-M-I-C-R-O-S-C-O-P-I-C-C-O-N-I-V-O-L-K-N-O-C-O-N-I-O-S-I-S. Pneumono-ultra-microscopic silico-volcano-coniosis. It's a lung disease. <laughs> huh. I don't remember the science teacher's name, but I sure remember what he taught me. <laughs> That's amazing. That really is amazing. And, and I, since we don't know the word, she could have just, you know, thrown letters out there. I, I would have been like, oh, that, yeah, good. News Country 105.1. Hey, Tom, hot Nashville Minute. What, uh, what country star had to cancel an appearance last night because of family emergency? Lauren Elena was supposed to play in Rochester, New York, and she cut out of there and said, I'm so sorry, I have to do this. Family emergency. Love you all. Be back soon. Don't know exactly what that is because Lauren didn't go into detail at all. However, her mother, Christy, did post this. Update on Sam. Currently in ICU because of the infection. It spread to his lungs. Hoping this is just a speed bump. Thank you, everybody, for your prayers and donations. Sam turns out to be Lauren Elena's stepfather. Oh, oh. wow. Okay. Gretchen Wilson speaking out uh, about her airliner arrest last week. The redneck woman singer spoke to Taste of Country about the August 21st incident. And while she didn't say much about what actually happened, she did express regret. Wilson said she was saddened by the whole thing and embarrassed. She also said the toughest part was telling her mom and teenage daughter they were about to see her all over the news. While neither Wilson nor authorities have divulged what led to the confrontation that ended in her arrest. TMZ reports it had something to do with a disagreement over the use of a bathroom on the plane. Got it. Dolly Parton's Netflix series is about to start film- filming. She's looking for ordinary people to appear in it, actually. She announced back in June her production company was starting a streaming service slated for next year. Each episode will focus on a different Parton song, and she'll even appear in some episodes. The show is filming in Atlanta in two weeks, and there is an open cast and call if you want more KNCFM.com. study animals and all of a sudden know how they feel or what they do? They just do. I mean... <laughs> what, did, what did you find out today? Apparently, a new study found that goats have no desire to interact with people who come across angry or upset, just like humans. They'd rather interact with people with big smiles on their face. In fact, they really like people who smile. Now, you work part-time on the weekends out at Goat House Brewing in, in Lincoln, and they have goats out there. Oh, a ton of goats, yeah. Would you say in your observations that that is true? Yeah, definitely. They're kind of like dogs. I mean, goats are the new dogs. I feel that way. This study says that. I mean, a lot of people are, are more interested in goats now, but they're just really, um, they're energetic, and, and they're sweet, and they're cute. What's not to love? Funny, last weekend, we had to go to the state of Washington for... A funeral, and it was kind of a remembrance. We were out at this state park near water. Everybody had dogs except one family. They had two goats. And guess what? No way. All the kids wanted to go to the goats. Did they bring them to the, the park? Yeah, they, they brought them to the park. What? Yeah. They're small, miniature goats. And I think this study is it's got to be absolutely right. If you're happy around goats and you smile at them, they want to play with you. And dogs are the same way. Yeah. Again, and my dogs, because you're thinking about getting a dog, right? Yeah, I've had several, and it's about time to get another. Yeah. So you just you need to remember, and I always I always forget this until I come home. I can never live up to my dog's expectations of me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, on a daily basis, I go and we have three dogs, and when I walk through the door, it's like, holy crap, Tom's home. Look at me, Tom's home. Tom, Tom, how you doing, man? So good to see you. What are we doing? 
And I'm like, guys, I'm going to go take a nap. <laughs> and then and then they'll, like, they'll follow me upstairs, and then they'll lay down with me. And then when I get up, it's like, all right, what do we have to do, Tom? We gotta... <laughs> guys, I'm going to fix a little snack. No problem, Tom. We're on your time, buddy. Anytime you need us, though, we're right it's like, God. We're the same way when you show up here. <laughs> hey, look, Tom's here. Tom, what are we doing? What are we doing? I don't know. What do you got for the 710 break? And then it just goes downhill from there. <laughs> and it's always a disappointment. <laughs> Dodgeball, yes or no? Big part of my youth. What about yours? The reason we're asking is because there's a school district in Alabama that has banned dodgeball, kickball, and some other games because, A, they're a little too dangerous and a little too embarrassing is how they put it. We even had a principal, Judy, part of the New Country family, check in and say, look, um, kids today are too soft. She actually had, last year, a boy fall down and scrape his knee on uh, on the blacktop, and mom would not send her son back to school until they replaced the blacktop with cork or something softer. No. Wow. Not kidding. Oh, my gosh. See, that's, yeah. That's incredible. Now, I, I, don't think this, I don't think there's anything wrong with a kid losing or banging up their knee or getting embarrassed or needing to, you know, figure out how to stand up for themselves. Now, I get that there are kids with special needs or socially they're extremely awkward or something like that. And, yeah. of course, we should be sensitive to them and, and be kind to them and teach our kids to be kind to them. But for well, the most part... One of the first things, I'm going to interrupt you for just a yeah, second. Yeah. I know in the state of California, if you're going to be a teacher or do anything in a school, you have to go through all of this training. One of the things that they go over and over and over and over is creating a safe environment, sure. as they should. At the same time, you can't bubble wrap every kid. Well, no. Yeah, exactly. And, and most kids are tough, and if you let them be tough, they'll, they'll they'll figure things out. You know, they're resilient. They can bounce back if you let them bounce back. And along the way, they kind of figure things out. I, I think we all have had playground sort of setbacks. I think all of us in our past, and, and like for you, Cody. Mine happened a little later in life. I was in high school. I definitely stole a girl's boyfriend who I happened to... I used to be friends with this girl, but I wasn't at the time. Who in the room is surprised? <laughs> in my defense, okay, she was a straight-up bully. Was he from England? No, he was okay. not, okay? He was my first my first love. She met him in French class. <laughs> no, I did not, okay? And, uh, are we bullying right now? You yes. are. <laughs> okay, you continue. Are. Sorry, Teaching talk. me so many lessons along the way. I got it bad for like a year and a half. But looking back on it now in life, it really shaped who I am. It taught me how to be better about interacting with people, sort of social situations. It taught me how to deal with people who don't like you and how to calm my anger and deal with frustrations. I mean, I really don't think I would be the same person now that I was if this didn't happen to yeah, me. I mean, when, in grade school, I, I was never the best athlete on the playground. I know that may come as a surprise. Uh, but when you're out there and you're with your friends and, and, and they may even make fun of you or whatever, you learn to deal with it. You learn to yeah. laugh it off. You learn to laugh at yourself. You learn to laugh at them when they give you the opportunity to do so. And life goes on. What about you, Pat? You, did you ever have any, like, playground setbacks, anything, any embarrassments? I had a guy in fifth grade that bullied me a lot and to the point where he met me after school. I'm walking home, and I know if I get in a fight, my dad's going to come down like a ton of bricks on me. You don't fight at school. And he sucker punched me. Right. So I waited two weeks until it was time to play dodgeball in gym. And I pasted that kid, that same kid, <laughs> on the side of the head, and it felt so good. Now, uh, did that do a lot to, to spur my growth into anything? Probably not, but God, it felt great. <laughs> Here's what's trending. The element of surprise 
the fact that you have a good prank and then you need a willing kind of participant, even if they're unwilling, that's exactly what happened when Darius Rucker went golfing with Charles Kelly from Lady Antebellum. And about the 34th hole, Charles, Kel- or Charles Kelly put a fake snake on the seat where Darius was about to get in the cart, and here's how it went down. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It started to happen on Saturday. Oh, f- <laughs> wow. He got over it pretty quick. I love uh, we, would sh- we would show you the video, but they didn't beat the stuff out. So yeah. if you want to see it, there's probably two or three different websites, including whiskeyrift.com that has it for you. All right. My favorite childhood Nickelodeon shows are entering the digital age, and I can't wait to waste my weekends pinching. Classic 90s series like Cat Dog, Doug, Rocco's Modern Life, all that, Are You Afraid of the Dark, Keenan and Kel, almost 30 total are now available on Nick Splat, which is a new streaming service from the network, which can be purchased for just $5.99 a month. You can get that at VRV.com. Normally getting a swim in the open ocean with a dolphin would be nothing short of magical. But at a village on the coast of France, it's just ooky. That's because of a lonely male dolphin named Zafar who is looking for love in all the wrong places. Uh, the dolphin has become such a nuisance that right now swimming has been banned and kayakers are being warned to stay 50 yards away. That's because Zafar is trying to basically latch on to anything that swims or paddles. There are no female dolphins in the area. All the dude dolphins what? are like, get away from us. And so he's been going around and oceanographers are saying he's, he's rubbing up against people, boats, Pilings, just making a complete pest of himself. And they say it's it's not too unusual because it's kind of their breathing time of year. Uh Uh, But at the same time, it is unusual that uh, there are no other other dolphins in the area and they they, they just don't want anything to do with him. There he is. Okay. Yeah. There he goes. Yeah. What's unusual is what happened at the end. Sounds like you got a hold of Darius. <laughs> That's dolphin for What's cooking good looking? Pat and Tom. New Country 105.1.